Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's Williams and Bloom. March is here, and I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation. Check them out at mechdyne.com. Beautiful work that they did. I love driving around Hilton Coliseum at night and seeing all the beautiful bright lights from the football facility across the way. Yeah, that's the work of Mechdyne. Great Cyclone Fanatic sponsor. They're a collection of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. And they have a lot of great job positions open. Go to Mechdyne.com. Check out their careers page. They're looking for everything from IT professionals. If you're a college student and you want to get an end to a great company, be a great spot for you to do some part-time work. You can do it remotely. Hey, if you're in marketing, anything, they've got positions open and they love hiring great Cyclones. With that, Iowa State had a massive weekend, wins in men's and women's basketball. Uh, shocking the college basketball world and, and really all of us in Baylor on Saturday. Let's talk about it after a little English here on Williams and Bloom. Little horn. Actually uh, hung out with English last night. Did you? Came over for the UFC fights. Bones Jones is back. Did you know when you hang out with English, you could just Does hit he just play and he just sings command. this song? Right. Yeah. English a UFC guy? I don't think he's a UFC guy, but I think he's like, oh yeah, I'll come over and watch it and have a few beers. Like I don't. He's not into it like I am. Was that that wasn't an upset? This, I, feel that, I feel like that guy's been around for thirty years. <sighs> yeah, well, is there another he, John Jones? No, but he started so young. He's the youngest UFC champion of all time. So okay, like he just so he's normal age, but he's just been around for a while. It's kind of like us in Cyclomedia. <laughs> like we started so young. We're just babies. Didn't he? Didn't, didn't he have some drug problems? Yeah. Wh- which one of he us is, is that? PhDs. No, probably not PhDs. Cocaine H- at one point. Whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, he did some coke. I think. I, I don't know. Yeah. All good allegedly. for him though. He had a good day. Sounds like. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, I mean, he was basically like Rob Jones. <laughs> Rob Jones had a great day. Big Rob energy. <laughs> the what a what a what a day. What a weekend was that. Nothing's Oklahoma um, football, Kyle Kent. My first thought. Yeah, but like to me, like I would put that win yesterday. I don't want to say is improbable because they were only a seven point underdog. Okay, like you see yeah. upsets happen in college basketball sure. all the time, but everything surrounding the game that that team had been through leading up to it, I just felt like. I know it was one of my favorite Iowa State wins 
of my life. I it, I feel like it was one of the more improbable ones too. Just when you consider how good Baylor is at home, right? You know, just everything. everything it, it just going. was. It was kind of perfect. And it's hard to win on the road. Here's some here's some stats for you. To your point, it's just the eighth win by Iowa State against a top ten team on the road in school history. Wow, just the eighth and. The first time Iowa State has ever defeated a top 10 team on the road by more than 10 points. So, yes, very unique. And, and I, it wasn't just a win. It was a mean, shellacking. It was a shellacking in that second half. They, they got it to four, and I think everybody went, oh, no, here we go again. What, what's the phrase, Bohica? Have you heard of that phrase? No. That, well, look it up, Bohica. Um, but, no, it was... They, they held him off, and it was everybody. That was the great part. Literally, from the get-go, when Eli King and Conrad Holly are in the game, you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on out here? But it was uh, one of the more enjoyable games I've, I've seen Iowa State play basketball, for sure. Really happy for those guys. That was not an easy week. And appreciate everybody who reached out to us after the reaction or the emergency pod the other night. It just... That was really hard, uh, and we're not even there day-to-day, and it, that was hard for us. That was, I can tell you, brutal on TJ Otzelberger. I think you saw it during his media session on Friday. It was just was, or Thursday, whatever it was, that he was really wearing that heavy. I did. I don't think he'll mind. I did talk to Caleb, mm-hmm. and he's fine. I, a lot of people <laughs> read that and were worried about his – well-being for sure and Caleb put out the classy tweet after the game yesterday and that was awesome cheering on his teammates so yeah just really improbable I do think that like when you get back to a basketball standpoint and we all know uh, the love that we have for Caleb here we don't I don't think we need to focus on that going forward though there's there's basketball and you know TJ Otzelberger with a CEO type decision that Maybe they win that game if Caleb Grill is on the roster, but man, they looked like a totally different team. Whatever they did behind the scenes with that, holy shit, what a move by Otzelberger and that staff moving into the postseason. Yeah, and I think this is why it reminded me so much of that Oklahoma football game in, in 2017. Like right, right from the start, <laughs> you're going... It was like when Joel Lanning started at quarterback, you go, what's going on here? When when Eli King comes in the game, then Conrad Holly after that, yeah, after the Sun War, it's like, what? It was crazy. What is this? But it worked. And I know it it, it, it led some to say, well, Hassan Ward should have been playing all along. And Hassan was pretty good yesterday, which is great. But it literally was like, go down the box score. Everybody, I think 10 people scored. Uh, nine people scored. It was just well-balanced, and it was an us-against-the-world mentality. And honestly, sometimes the best thing, if you talk to any coach, some of the best things you can do when you're going through adversity, like this Iowa State team certainly was, was to get the heck out of town and go somewhere for a road game. Because it can literally be the the, the 25 people on that charter plane against the 12,000 Baylor people. And there's like a rally effect. And honestly, this is why there are some questions of why do that to Caleb now? Why can't you just, you know, whatever, suspend him and let it let it go? But in a way, this was a, a line in the sand that it's us against it. This is who we are now. This is our group. We're going forward with these guys. And you could really, ch- I sensed 
just a more energetic, enthusiastic group on Saturday. And if will it continue to the postseason? I don't know. But they got to feel a lot better about where they are on this Sunday night than they were um, Thursday afternoon when they went down to Waco. The the lineup deal was just – it was quite disorienting because TJ had been so consistent with – well, Jones comes in at 17 Yeah, and then he started him. Yeah. And it really was a shock to the system. And, and that's it, what that team needed. And you know what? I mean, you could. I think we all just read between the lines that this was a, okay. Our new season is starting next week in Kansas City. Everybody's playing today. Go out and show me who wants to be here. This is how we win. You got to play suffocating defense. Score off of turnovers. Score in transition. Yep. Frankly, we suck in the back. Er, we suck in the half court. And. They responded, and Baylor's guards do not like that pressure, Brent. They're no, very I, good, but they do not like that pressure. But even Fran commented commented on it right away, and I noticed it too. Right from the get-go, that game was played at Iowa State's terms. You know, how often have we talked about this season when Iowa State's adjusting to somebody else that doesn't go as well? But Iowa State had the, the Bill Snyder vampire-style game going, like right away. Mm-hmm. It was grinded out. And then elongate those possessions. How many times was the shot clock at under five for Iowa State? Tame just walking the ball up the court. It all works together, and it was a way to, one, conserve energy, but then also Iowa State, it's not like it shot it great, six of 16 from three, but 1.13 points per possession, which is elite. I mean, Iowa State was so good. Iowa State shot over 50% from the floor. They just seemed like they were in control the whole time. And this where this team can be really good. When the other team dictates terms, meaning Iowa State is sped up or the other team's more physical than Iowa State, it doesn't go well. But Iowa State showed again, if it's a team like Baylor, that is a very talented team, clearly. I mean, they got a, several NBA guys on that team. However, they're not the most physical group. And Iowa State was the more physical, imposing team, just like it was in Ames. And from the get-go... Trey King, Rob Jones, Oshun was really good. I thought Hassan Ward gave you a lot of physicality. Just took it right to those guys. And that's what this team needs to do if it wants to be successful. It cannot be in a just mode where other teams are going downhill constantly. It has to be the other way around. And Iowa State was was great. That was as good as Iowa State could play. We'll get into the matchups in the Big 12 tournament and all that stuff. I do want to tell everybody just real quick, we're going to have a Big 12 tournament preview show right here so this will be live on Streamyard, which is all of our social media our youtube channel all that stuff on monday night at seven it'll just be us because we i've been really busy um getting everything ready for march i haven't had a great chance to do these brackets we're going to do it monday night at seven and then that will be up on the podcast video so it'll be like an extension yes yeah so we won't do too much on the actual tournament itself. We will in our Wiffles hybrid section coming up later in the show. We'll take a look at things. But I just wanted to pump that out there. Also, uh, Monday night, I have an exclusive sit-down conversation with Ashley Jones on Iowa Everywhere. That will debut at 8 o'clock. So we have your programming covered for you on Monday night. Great time of year. It is. It is. And, and Ashley was... Pretty awesome. I've seen some of the clips and it's very. She's just not. I, I love the thing about her cell phone because yeah. she strikes me as the one that would still have the razor. You know, just like well, I don't. It's I don't. The Motorola I don't, razor. I don't need to take pictures. Well, on the she, phone. 
It's a little sneak that she, when Apple got rid of the button, she was very thrown off. <laughs> didn't know how to. It's like eight years ago. She, she didn't know how to use the phone. Real quick, I want to thank one of our great sponsors, uh, one of my favorite companies in the great state of Iowa. It's Farm Story Meats. Did you know that they donated over 1,500 pounds of meat to Iowa State students with food insecurities through the student food pantry? Awesome. The I shop. didn't know that. Yeah. That's and, and that That's a really cool deal. They got the. It, we are getting on to smoking season, grilling season. They have their seasonal subscription boxes that are affordable, really good, really affordable, and it's delivered right to your door on a monthly basis. This is a great deal. I'm going to sign me up for one of these. I smoke so much meat. Um, with with our family, that's just basically how we live <laughs> in, in the spring and summer. It's a when you and when you when you're with Farm Story Meats, it's it's two people. It's it's Ray and his wife. They write their customers handwritten thank you notes. Like it's a it's an amazing company. Check them out at farmstorymeats.com. They are Williams and Bloom approved. I. I that's what I got every one of our advertisers for Christmas. It's making me hungry. Yeah, I well, got the grill. I got the grill out today. Did you really? Yeah. What'd you I, make? Uh, just some brat burgers. Nice Good for but you. I need to. I need quality to quality Iowa pork right there, man. Yeah, it's, it was it was good. I just I need to upgrade and I need to get some farm store meats. I need to get a meat bun. Your wife called me Uh-oh. from Nebraska Furniture Mart the other day with the new Traeger. Yeah, oh it was my gosh. In. It's basically a spaceship. That she thing. was very excited about this trigger, and, I, and it it got me all amped up. Can I can I give a shout out to Jaron Holmes because it's been a rough I'd month. I'd love for you to do that. How about this line for Jaron? Sixteen points, six rebounds, five assists, zero turnovers for Jaron. Totally he had the different ball guy. A lot. He was the best guard on the floor yesterday, and that included Keontae George, Adam Flagler, and L.J. Cryer. And when he's good, you know. Oh, she didn't even play that great. I mean, that was the best thing for I. Oh, she was fine, but Iowa State it was just everybody. Everybody did their part, but Jaron was especially really good. He more of that to me. Just he's the he's the go guy for I. They State. feed off like, him. Like if he's yeah. good, I think everyone's like, okay. It's almost like it's a calming. Like I just feel effect. like even though like you know, Kalsher can be hot and cold, whatever. But you kind of know like what Gabe is and who he is and and what to expect. Like Holmes, just when he's good, it takes him from a good team to a potentially great type of team. Totally agree. And he was frankly really, really bad there during that stretch. But he turned hope, it. He turned it around the second half of the West Virginia game. Didn't it funny? You go back and watch that second half, and even though you lost, it feels like everything turned. Absolutely agree. Do you think TJ will? Keep it up with this substitution yes, thing. I do. I do at least. Well, it's because it's the same game. Yeah. It's Baylor again. And you you at least roll that out on Thursday. Even the guys like Eli King and Holly, they did not look out of place out there. No, I was. You now, it looked really good. Eli's took the one jumper that was like, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but. No, athletically, he's he belongs. And I think I've had a lot of people ask me, like, what's going on with Eli? And it's like, well, he. The staff legitimately likes him. He is just behind Gabe, Jaron, and Caleb at the time. Now, there's a little more opportunity there. there there's a lot of question marks, I think. You know, get through, the, get through the postseason and everything. What does this Iowa State roster look like next year? And I'm sure we'll have, we'll have weeks to discuss that. But, I, you know, I, I think Eli 
if he can start making the jump shot, definitely is a Big 12 player. And he, he proved athletically he can guard. Like, he was really good, I thought, on, on the defensive end. So, absolutely, he should continue to play in the Big 12. Same with Ward. Ward made a couple of big plays in that first half that I think really juiced up Iowa State because it's an impact that they weren't anticipating. Hmm. But yeah, you got you keep you keep it keep it rolling. Do the line change thing. Why not? Like it's more fun that way. The game Thursday be great to win. Relatively meaningless though, and I and, and I I say that hoping that obviously it's a long weekend in Kansas City for my own personal selfishness. But I don't think it's the end of the world if Iowa State, from a seed perspective in the NCAA tournament, if Iowa State loses Thursday, it's not going to move much. Go up, what, they go up 10 in the net? Nine. Overnight? Nine in the yeah. net overnight? Yeah, they are They are comfortably, the floor is a six now. Do you see that Palm still has him as an eight what seed? What does he do? What did, what? I was hammering hassle for that today. What, the, what was Get he doing? Get your colleague under control. He had him on the bubble. Insane. And I wanted to. That's intellectually dishonest for your audience. It's, you don't. And then they have the little stupid little headlines like Iowa State's on the bubble. It's like, no, they're not. Quit it. They it, do it to get us to click and on And that's it. what happened. That's right. what happened. I will take it to my grave. And Palm does it. He's the, like, look, you don't see Lenardi doing that. Like, he just, they don't, but they have the algorithm. They know who's so, reading the webs. They know who's yeah. reading the. So uh, I'm trying to tell our yeah. forum people this last week that if you go to ESPN.com, like, they will have. If you're logging in from Iowa, they'll be able to track your cookie and tell you, and they'll put Iowa on the bubble, Iowa State, and they will Just do so it to get you to click article. it. If you're logging in from Kentucky, it's going to say Kentucky. Well, people bit, bit, and then, of course, it ends up as panic. They were never on the bubble. I, they were never on the no, bubble. As bad as things had looked, they were still getting in the, the tournament. The next question is Des Moines, and I, I don't think... I don't think it's likely. I don't even know if I want them in Des Moines I, the way they're playing. Back to my point of yeah. getting out of town might be okay. So te- Kansas is for sure going to be in Des Moines as a one seed. The question is, who's that other host school that in the region? And I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, Creighton, Marquette, K State could all be there. I guess I would say could be there as like a six seed, playing a Marquette or a Creighton as a three. That's feasible, but I would say odds are right now that Iowa State will not be in Des Moines. Maybe in a glamorous location like Greensboro or Albany. I want them in Denver because I'm going Denver, to be in Denver Vegas great. for the Sweet 16, and that would make my life a, a Albany considerably to easy. Las Vegas road trip would be a long one, buddy. Never been to Albany. Don't really want to go. Is that in New York? Yeah. It's like the capital, right? Uh, I reckon it's the capital of New York. <laughs> it is the capital of New York. It's the only reason I've my, heard my, it. My, my four-year-old is into, into capitals. Yes, it's the official capital of New York State. What's the capital of Delaware? Dover. Yeah! They got a racetrack. <laughs> the capitals were such a big deal when oh, we were kids. So cute. I, and then you get older, and it's just like, it, it's, it's just, it doesn't even well, matter. Now, now my kid will just ask Siri... It's like these, they don't even know. Like you had an excite, Encyclopedia Britannica oh, yeah. you had to look up. Cammy has like a relationship with Alexa. Same. We're getting there and it's bad. It's a bad deal. These kids, they don't know what we, we had to go through. You had to like go to the library, look up a card. Do you remember when the people would come to your house and try and sell you encyclopedias? Oh yeah. My dad got hoodwinked in one of those ones. Did he really? Yeah. He bought the whole briefcase full of I stuff. Could, I could see Dennis. I think he was just trying to be nice. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 
hey, I bought you guys some encyclopedias. I had a guy, this creepy guy last year, or it was a couple summers ago, and he comes to the door, and it's hotter than hell out. Okay, I mean it's one of those like 110 degree days out. Yeah, it's like, and he's just sweating his balls. Quit off, wandering okay? the streets of Bondurant. And he asked me if he could come into my house and sit down. <sighs> and he's this kid, like he's a foreign exchange student type kid. Is he like, selling like books or so, something? Yes. Yeah. Children's books. Yep. Ugh. And it's a tough one. And it was uh, your neighbor Anderson sent him over. I think he did it as a joke. <laughs> Wait, call Anderson. Well, anyways, I bring him in, and he asked me for a drink, so I gave him a drink, and, and then I had to just kick him out of the house, because it do just... Try and, do you try and sell you? He's trying to sell me, like, some subscription for, like, children's books and stuff. What do you do about the... How bad for him, though? I, I He had, like, an accent. He didn't... Like, he, maybe I shouldn't openly advertise this, but anytime a kid brings one of those cards for their youth sports team, oh God, I, I, will never, so many I will never go to the restaurant on there, but I have to buy it. You can't tell a kid no. So many of those things. I walked in the brewery on Friday there and selling Girl Scout cookies, and I have like all of the Girl Scout cookies, and I still bought a thing. I don't have any yet. Well, they were selling them at Reclaim Rails on Friday, buddy. Somebody's calling you. Get to those Samoan Caramel Delights. I love Caramel Delights. I do too, actually. So that's why I I come complaining about it, but I ate them all in like one If you're not a Caramel Delight person, then you're basically a communist. Shout out to a new sponsor of Williams and Bloom. A new one? It, it's not new to you, I, but I didn't tell you that I was going to do this. Uh, Plaza RV. We're talking about a good quality Bondurant company. Yeah, who was representing? My guy, uh, that's where I bought my camper. I, I know. I bought a camper there a couple years ago. A lot of people have, a lot of people who listen to the podcast have stopped by the camper in the RV lot, believe it or not, because the Cyclone Fanatic truck kind of gives it away. Uh, actually, I was. Text him with our guy Mark Tampa, TJ's dad. He's a big camper guy. Yeah, he's right in the in Friday the nights. There. He likes to come by and drink Cody Road. He'll be back this year. Yeah, he does. He loves Cody love Road. It. He comes by. We always we always have it waiting for him. The Tampa family is phenomenal. Shout out to Mark and Veronica. Really, really good people. Awesome. No, so Plaza RV, it, I love them because they're locally owned. They are located here in Bondurant. I've gotten to be really good friends with the owner, Scott Edwards, and he, the the cool thing about it, Bloom, is they're more about like after the sale, like for service and like the, the cool thing about them is like, you can just text them if like, oh, I got a problem or, you know, like. So the, it's not just the, the big, sale and yeah. sale and The big box ya. corporate places you just cannot get that service with. And I will tell you being a camper owner now, like you, you do have questions, like things happen. You can just call them right up and it's just. It's the best experience that I, I will never buy. And, and once you buy a camper, you kind of become addicted because it's so fun. And you just and keep you upgrading. Get, you get financing on those bad yeah, ones, well, right? Yeah, absolutely. There. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the time of year that people really get after it. So I would love for you guys to consider my friends at, at Plaza RV. Check out their selection at plazarv.com here in Bondurant. And I might... I might I might be putting mine up. I might be selling mine to them, doing the old trade and upgrading. I mean, going to be honest, I like your RV. Yeah. You were in the front row of the RV lot. It looks a little out of place. Yeah. It looks a little out of place. It looks a little bit like Muggsy Bogues in the NBA. (laughs) Well, I am a sports writer, okay? (laughs) 
I don't know what those other people are doing. Some of these have like double deckers yeah. with open bars. And let's the whole be thing. honest. Chris has his his, I am, his attachment. Let's be honest. Who I am and, and what I am. <laughs> Uh, but no, check out our our friends at Plaza. Yeah, RV. And if you're in town, let us know. Shoot us a message. We'll buy you a beer. Big 12 teams announced today. Kalsher's second team. Good for him. Really a neat story. It is. He's playing at a really high level. He's all defensive team, which should come into as a surprise to nobody. I did find it interesting uh, that no Tyrese Hunter to be found. And I'm not trying to throw salt in the wounds. This is an Iowa State basketball conversation. Yeah. Lipsy's on the all-freshman team. Uh, we, a couple honorable mention guys. Yep, Shoon was on, honorable mention. Holmes was honorable mention. Yep, Holmes. But again, what does that tell us, if anything, about Iowa State basketball? That Tyrese Hunter, you know, Texas is a borderline one seed in the NCAA tournament and goes from being the freshman of the year to – Nowhere to be found. Does that? Yeah. Am I am I reading into it? Like what? What can we take from that? Well, and this is not a bashing Tyrese Hunter conversation. No, but I just I it goes into the constantly evolving conversation of what is best for an individual, and maybe for Tyrese, there's no question he was compensated well to go to Texas, and maybe that was the most important for him. Great. Arguably, it was not the best case for his continued development as a basketball player, yeah. or at least a notable basketball player. He goes from a Big 12 freshman of the year to not even on the third team or honorable mention. I mean, you can't argue that. And frankly, like, he hasn't looked good. Like, he hasn't looked He looked really good, like, one half against Iowa State, but he's been but up I think and he down. was fueled in that game. Oh, I'm sure. If you've watched him in just random games, like, there's games where he's not even Well, they don't give shooting. him the ball? Yeah, he... There's games where he's taking like three shots. It's bizarre. I mean, so I think you know, it's in, in regards to NIL, there we're finding this like we've talked about really since the get go. We're finding this equilibrium where Thank it's you. not all, it's not all about money or who can pay the most. It's at the end of the day, there's only five guys that play at a given time and can get minutes. And look at that. It, what your daughter just brought you something? Cammy just made. She just made me a cup, cup thing. So she's a she, coaster. She's our, she's a multimedia podcast star, and she can create it's a things. Cyclone colored coaster for my desk. Unbelievable. She, just, she just sewed that for me. Unbelievable. Okay, sorry, Tyrese Hunter. Yeah, so I think you know for the Iowa State guys, it's interesting. Of you know what, it, it's another reason to maybe think more about what's best for you going forward. And I think you'll see that this offseason will be fascinating. There's still going to be movement. I do think Iowa State's in a different situation. I think Iowa State can be more aggressive. I think Iowa State is more of the alpha dog. Totally agree. And it's less of a desperation type of field out there for it, Iowa State. It seems, I mean, just from obviously from a resource perspective, we're in a much better place than we were. That's not to say we're where we're the big dogs are or anything, because we're not. No. But I do believe there's now a roadmap of, okay, what is it? What do we really need here? And we're last year at this time. There was no collective. There was nothing, and uh, but I but I say that knowing this is still just a part of the conversation. What Iowa State proved again with guys like Shoon and Holmes is that money isn't everything. Opportunity means more. And if you would ask, let's here, let's put it this way: if you would ask Holmes and Hunter who had a more enjoyable year, Holmes, I would guess Holmes did. Now he's making 
nowhere near if anything what Tyrese did. But, you know, that guy had a great year, great college experience, and he's now set himself to make some sort of money professionally. Where Tyrese is kind of in limbo. I'm curious what he will do. He can't go pro. I, he can't go to the NBA. No, maybe maybe you can maybe get the on the G League. League. So it's best. It's, it, but Iowa State, this will be, like I said earlier, the next couple weeks will be really interesting because you've got some seniors, clearly. You've got a good freshman class coming in, but there still is a desire to keep being old or get, or get old, to keep veteran guys on the roster. So we'll see what Iowa State does. Yeah, I thought that was really No, very interesting. Super interesting. And honestly, who had more impact on their team, Taman Lipsy or Tyrese Hunter this year? Taman Lipsy. I think it'd be Taman, at least in the Big 12 play. Yep. No, I, I would agree. Tyrese was really good yesterday, though. He's actually had a nice four-game run. As he, well, yeah. Good. I'm not, like, again, I I'm know not you're not trying to just shit on him here. I just thought that was glaring, like, when you look at last year, not even on the defensive team. Right. Because that was what we were told, you know, like, oh, well, that, I mean, having Kalsher and Brockington on the other sides of you absolutely impacts your, your defense. And Taman was about as good as T- Tyrese was last year defensively. I really believe that. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'm, I, I think Lip, I think Lipsy was was outstanding. His positional awareness and and I mean, Lipsy's a guy. I. What do we think about the stay in Kansas City now? And then we'll get to the Wiffle segment and we'll do some bracket talk. Like, do you want to? Yeah. Um, like I. This is such a catch twenty two because when you win, you're, of course you everybody uh, goes. Oh well, it's great. You have all the momentum. But man, like. You don't want to get worn out. I just I, don't know with this group if they need to be there for three days, but that's that's just me. Here's what's encouraging about how Iowa State won against Baylor. It literally was 11 guys that played. True. If you play 11 guys, and yeah, it's not true. it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, and, and look at the minutes. I mean, I don't think anybody played more than 35 minutes yesterday. And you play, you'd play on Thursday, Chris, and you wouldn't play again until Friday evening. So you even get that built-in day. I think for Iowa State, it's a momentum team. I would rather have them feeling good going into the tournament than not. So I'm for winning a couple of games, honestly. If you would, if you would ask me on Friday, it's like, no, get the heck out of Dodge, regroup. But that team had fun. And I think if this team's having fun, they can be as good as anybody. And they just need to recapture the joy. And so let's let's have as much fun as we can. You know, Let's get eight, ten thousand 10,000 Cyclones down there and... Let's shock the world again. Iowa State women with a senior day win over Texas Tech, a, a dominant one. I got to be on the call of that one. How fun was that? Uh, it, was, it was good. I was a little nervous in the first couple of minutes. First quarter was like, rough, do do? but yeah. then they really played well yeah. in the second quarter. Um, I'm, you know, <sighs> Ashley Jones is, I. this sounds crazy. I almost think she's underrated, and I have a theory on this, and, some people would say the opposite. They go, oh, well, she played five years. Her stats are inflated. She's overrated. No, like, I, I, I brought this up to Coach after the game. You know what she reminds me of? Is Will McDonald. How hmm. he was held on every play. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. she is fouled on every play. Yep. <laughs> like she, she doesn't complain about no, it. She really is fouled on every stinking play. And she can get down and dirty with the big. She's a good rebounder. She's a good defender, uh, which she didn't start as a good defender. Um, she is a really good three-point shooter. Yeah. She can handle the basketball. She works hard and is a good leader on that team. Like, I I don't know. We, 
goat status. You're better on this with women's basketball than me. Yeah. But I mean, the numbers say she's the greatest of all time. I would look at Bridget Carlton and say she's a better basketball player than Ashley Jones. But Ashley does all these intangible, tough things that Bridget probably couldn't do. It's it's an unfair question, yeah. but we're, we're sitting here, and and I just want to take a moment here on the podcast to recognize who arguably could be the greatest women's basketball player in Iowa State history. Yeah, her her, her numbers won't be touched. No, it just because now, granted, you got the extra year, but she is she was productive. The entire time. And, and it, interestingly, so you bring up Bridget Carlton, and I, I, at first blush, I would say, you know, Carlton was player of the year. Ashley will be named Big 12 player of the year tomorrow. She better be, or I'm having a one-person riot. Um, but their numbers were really, really similar. It, uh, Bridget, her senior year, let's see, averaged 21 and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, four assists. And let's see where Ashley is this year. 21 points, 9.5 rebounds, and 2 assists. And the percentages shooting-wise are very similar as well. So, But a totally different way to do it. You know, where Ashley... Ashley is like the data nerd marble. It is threes, free throws, and layups. Mm-hmm. Carlton was a little more flashy in that, you know, she'd have more of that Larry Bird off the bounce. She'd handle a little bit more... Uh, make a fancy play, go reverse, that type of thing. Well, and that's part of why I think Ash is underrated, though, because she doesn't do those things, and she doesn't get the highlights because of her style. Correct. It doesn't mean she's not as good. She's just like the palette for like the basketball statistic highlight reel doesn't recognize her because of that style of play. Right? Yeah. She's Greg Maddox. Like she's just <laughs> she's good. just throwing strikes. <laughs> yeah. And he's always there. Yeah. Not just, I mean, her numbers are unbelievable. Like, they really are. Chris, she made 75 threes this year at a nearly 40% clip. And it's like just, I, you, she's done it for so long now, you just expect it, right? There's just, I think she's underrated. I, 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 I do. Totally agree. I, I hope she gets some of the recognition when she's named player of the year tomorrow. And, and listen, and, and I don't mean this disrespectful to the other. Part of the reason that Ashley gets overshadowed is because of Caitlin Clark. It mm-hmm. just is. Uh, Caitlin Clark's going to be the national player of the year. I and, don't know. It's 50-50. Uh, well, okay. Well, uh, her or the South Carolina player? Uh, fair. But it's too different. I like, think you Caitlin get, should. You, get, you only have so much energy, and Clark just is a cosmic... And- and that's my point. Force that it, takes all this energy it, away that you you can't you can't give other energy to somebody else in this. And everything that Caitlin does is flashy. It's aesthetically pleasing. She's transcendent, and like Ashley's more throwback, right? Like so, and that again, it comes back to why I'm saying I think she's underrated. I totally, the agree. Clark thing is part of that conversation. And Caitlin's phenomenal. Like you're never going to see me bad mouthing. No, her and yet. I'm not either. I mean, no, dude. I know. I but. but like when you're comparing the two, well, one is going to be in highlights on Twitter all the time. Watching Ashley Jones back it into the <laughs> rim, <laughs> being defended by three people yeah, and then get her own it rebound. up there and then going to the free throw yeah. line, that's not making Twitter highlights. But, but it's still effective. as effective. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it's a really interesting, it's an interesting conversation. I agree. She is underrated because she's been around and she's done the same thing now for five years that 
but the the stat she's amassing is is unbelievable. Like it really is. It's it won't be touched. And she's right there. You know, if I have a Mount Rushmore for women's basketball, I have her. I've got Carlton. I think I got to put Angie Welly on that. Uh, You're better in that era than me. Yeah, Lacey, I, right? Like uh, Lacey would be on, would be close. Matters. Stacy Freeze would be Metters close. Just didn't have the Metters, deep yeah, didn't team have the, success. And she didn't score a, as much as those other ones. Man, there's been so many good players. I'm probably forgetting. You have somebody, to put Lacey on there. I think so. Yeah, I think you would. I think that'd be the. I think Lacey maybe. Uh, I Bill, mean, you talk about Magic Johnson. Bill, like she was. Bill will never answer this question. I'd love to ask him after over a couple cold ones. He's not going to pick somebody else over somebody. But they've had so many good players. You forget now his run, and again back to the Ashley Jones thing. The Fenley air at Iowa State is is mind blowing. Okay, they're going to make. Let's see if I if I remember this. They're going to make their. I think it's their twenty fourth NCAA tournament in twenty eight years. From where Iowa State was when he got here, just a la- complete laughing stock. So I believe it's going to be 24 NCAA tournaments in 28 years. Incredible. And I know you can look at this year and go, well, preseason top 10. They had some adversity. But they are now, they found a way. They figured it out. Uh, I thought Izzy Zingaro gave him a lot yesterday, oh which God. is fun. Dude, if she can give them half that, like that's a huge deal in March. And also worth noting, for those who may not have seen it, um, Stephanie Suarez wants to come back. And so that, they are, I would say they're cautiously optimistic. I think, I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about compliance. I don't If In the player era that we're in right now, she should get another year. And it's got to be considered that she never played in the NCAA, right? Yeah, I would hope so. I don't know what their criteria is. I have no really idea of the NAIA thing, but she never played NCAA basketball until this nope. year. Uh, it's I so the Fenleys aren't going anywhere for good reason. I mean that is it has been so consistent. Yeah, they've missed. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five. They've missed five NCAA tournaments his entire tenure at Iowa State. And then um, and one of those was COVID. Audie Crooks, do you watch her? Oh my goodness, she. Listen, I think everyone. You, the first thing you look at it, at Crooks is her size. You go, oh my gosh, her hands. And her quick She's feet skilled. are unbelievable. Yeah, I mean she she was beating people down the floor. Yeah, like she reminds me of a young Shaq. When Shaq would outrun people, and you always you, you just look at oh my gosh, well she should. She dominate. reminds me of Courtney Paris. Yeah, but the thing is, and yeah, and her feet were amazing. Yeah, that's who she the, reminds the me. The problem of is, I saw this a lot on Twitter, and it's it's really unfair, um, super unfair. But they say, well, she should be doing that to, you know, class one A girls basketball. It's like it's not true. When you have good coaches, and there are good coaches in, in high school basketball in the state, you it's it's still hard to score 50 points in a game. Mm-hmm. But she, she's so skilled and she's so quick that it, it it's almost indefensible. She It'll be interesting to see how they pair her with the rest of the Boy, group. Boy, how great would it be to have Suarez back to kind of mentor her Absolutely. for a year? Absolutely. And that, that's where I was talking to Bill before the game yesterday about so you it's it's funny i uh brent and i have an ongoing text chain because i think danae fritz is like the next great cyclone <laughs> and i've been saying this for a while and uh, this is not a disrespect to ashley it's just i called every one of ashley's games that freshman year i'm saying fritz is as good as she was i'm not yeah. saying she's going to be better than ashley jones i'm saying 
that what she's doing right now, and it forget and she's it, only a freshman, and it helps she, to have yeah. Ashley beside her, but Ashley had Bridget, but like she sure. is an absolute alpha dog scorer out there, and she's a really good defender too. I think that she can be that next great iconic. Iowa State women's basketball player. Now, granted, we're watching a couple of them with Donarski and well, Ryan, too. And some might not know this. Iowa State's got a McDonald's All-American coming in as well, and Addie Brown, who's a really good shooter. If you haven't wing. bought your stock yet, I there's mean, still time. I mean, so it's not, pretty high. They're not going anywhere is the point. I, mean, they, I love Fritz. She is. I, I like Fritz, too. Now, you brought up Caitlin. Fritz reminds me of, because she's just so, she does not give a shit. And well, that's I like she's the op- she's the opposite of uh, of Ashley in that way. That's why when you bring up Jones and and Fritz, it's it's weird because Ashley shows zero emotion on purpose. Uh, but where where Fritz, Fritz is mixing it up all it's, the time. She's she's a blast. Now I, I'm excited for them. So they'll play Friday. Yeah, we'll, Friday get, to the, we'll get to the brackets here. Yeah. We'll we'll do that. I want to thank a couple more of our sponsors, of course, uh, our friends at Gravitate Co Working. Check them out at gravitatecoworking dot com. I keep walking by that East Village one, and I just got to pop in there and say hello to our friend Jeff Wood. You don't want to be stuck in your office. Jeff Wood connected me uh, the other day with Josh Lenz. Remember Josh? Josh Lenz, former Cyclone wide receiver, yeah, NFL he's, wide receiver. He's now in the area, and he's doing super well. He's great. Uh, he's a nice, nice, nice man. So we're going to get Josh involved with some of the good stuff we're doing. Uh, we will? That we will, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll make an announcement coming up here. Um, well, I'll just say it. We, we have a new advertiser, Colin Newell. The yeah. former Cyclone is... Pumped up about that, too. So he's he's doing insurance now with Farm Bureau. We'll tell you all about it coming up. But we're gonna we're, we're making out a deal where for every person who signs up and does insurance through him... like Not quotes, even sign up, just get a quote. Yeah, we're making donations to We Will. It's, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll explain all the details here once it's officially announced. But Colin, again, another example of former Cyclones that are... Absolutely crushing it in the real, real world. Spring break coming up, and actually there's a lot of like business that goes on this time of year because you have taxes, you have all kinds of yeah, don't just me. stuff. Yeah, I haven't. God, I'm so far behind. Uh, my point being, if you're traveling, I want you to remember our friends at Danielson Law. My friend Jeremy, he does, um, they do notary services online. I had never heard of a company that has done this before. I'm sure they're out there, but I don't think that you're probably just bumping into them here in central Iowa. Go to danielsonlaw.com, D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com, D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. Yeah, you can get notarized. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think it's just like on a Zoom. You do your meeting, bada boom. Notary services done from anywhere. You could be on a pyramid in Egypt. Just need Wi-Fi. Yeah, if you've got cell service, you do a little Zoom with Jeremy Danielson, bada boom, notarized. It's all done. Don't got to worry about anything else. Danielsonlaw.com. And, of course, we go to our Big 12 segment. It's always brought to you by our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. Wiffles.com. You said it right this time. First time. I'm such an idiot. I really am an idiot. <laughs> so, so how do I keep so, mispronouncing Wiffles hybrids? You you put out and again you can't make false threats that involve Baylor anymore because you said if Iowa State wins, I was would, kidding. Well, everybody knew I wasn't actually going to go streaking and well, get arrested before the big. Would you've got the Scott Drew tattoo? Yeah, I absolutely would have. So done what's that. the difference? 
one is running around with my schlong <laughs> flopping around Bondurant, and the other one is getting a Scott Drew tattoo. I would have proudly got a Scott Drew tattoo. <laughs> and I actually cool. have it all thought out, too. I have his book. It's right up there. You see it? I do. Yeah, it's front side. I was going to get Scott Drew smiling on my ass. <laughs> see? The silhouette of his face. Wiffles has never been so proud. I know our friends at Wiffles. They're, right? a, they're, in a, they're not corporate owned, though. So no, they're, they're, okay they're fiercely it. independent. Yeah. And you know why I can say that I would get Scott Drew's face on my ass? Because we're independent. Okay? And so are our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. Wiffles.com. They do the seed cord right. That's the only thing that they do, and that's why they're so damn good at it. That's a sponsor read right there if I ever did do one. Big 12 tournament coming up this week. Scott Drew will be there. We'll see him on Thursday. Hopefully that this breed doesn't get back to him. Um, He's going to say, hey, you're the guy. Hey, you're the guy. You're the guy that got uh, <laughs> my tattoo on your buttocks. <laughs> Clones, Baylor. Um, we are going to do, again, a full preview. of. We're going to knock out these brackets tomorrow. So that will be Monday night at 7 live. You can join us. Be on the podcast feed for those who cannot. Do you? Because I could, I could make an argument that it's a good matchup. It's for absolutely Iowa State. great. It's a great matchup. It's it is because the the whole like well you don't want to play the same team no, three times rubbish. But, but this is this is, I mean, it, almost a better matchup than Kansas State, right? I Iowa State is more physical than Baylor, and Iowa State in order to win games needs to be more the more physical team. Think about this, C-Dubs. Baylor made 10 of 26 threes yesterday, and Iowa State still won by 15. Yeah. It's because Iowa State controlled the glass, controlled the tempo, and got whatever it wanted inside. The Baylor bigs just, to me, aren't... They're not super impressive. Everyday John's a nice player. I just... I think Iowa State matches up well with them. It's a game of matchups. Baylor matches up really well with some other teams. You have confidence against this team. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have a crowd advantage over this team. And you're going to have good vibes coming in. And Keontae George is a top 15 pick. Like, the guy could score 35 and you could get buried. That's very possible. Keontae George is not very good yesterday. It's just, though, if Iowa State controls the terms, like it has both games, there's no reason why Iowa State can't win that game. In fact, the point spread's only going to be a couple. Maybe three or four. I'd say Baylor would be a two- to three-point favorite. When that comes out, so I, yeah, I, I think it's a great matchup. Kansas uh, would be waiting, likely, not necessarily. I mean, I mean, is it a shoe? And we got to get the Mark Adams here. Uh, but <sighs> Kansas is going to play either West Virginia or Texas Tech. That's the thing about this tournament; it's just brutal. It's just brutal. Interestingly, I have the odds. Oh, okay. To win the Big Twelve tournament, you want me to go? You want you do you want to go? There's ten teams. By the way, Kansas is the favorite. It is a tie at the top. Okay. With Texas? Yep. Okay. Um, plus 130? Uh, no, th- 330. Oh, jeez. You can get Kansas at 330? Mm hmm. But they That's probably don't like one, that Iowa State way. matchup in the second round, though. Because Kansas, honestly. I, it, in Kansas, who really, will Kansas play? Honestly, like, if you're Iowa State, like, I know it looks like Baylor, Kansas, but the matchups are actually better than Texas, Kansas State, in my opinion. Give me them over Texas any day of the week. Yeah. Seriously. That's a bad matchup. Uh, 
or TCU, by the way. So the the odds will go Kansas and Texas, and then the next highest odds will be Kansas State. No. Nope. In Kansas City. Nope. Baylor? Baylor. Really? Four and a half to one. Then Iowa State and Kansas State together? Yep. Yeah, and then TCU. Yep. Iowa State and Kansas State are just basically the same Both thing. Both six together. and a half to one. Yeah. So that's fair. So that says, though, if you would look at this in years past, Kansas would have been, yeah, you know, one to one to win it. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, three. You can get three to one value on anybody, which is wild for a conference tournament. So it's anybody's ball game. And I, I think more this year more than any, you have to ask yourself if you're a Kansas, do we want to win this thing or not? We're they are going to be the number one overall seed. I firmly believe that. Them or Houston, and so they're going to be in Des Moines. And it just, uh, you know, how much energy do you want to expend for a team that doesn't have great depth? But they've won. They've won this so many times. I'm not. I'm not questioning Kansas here. Mark Adams is suspended from Texas Tech. Kind of oh changes goodness everything there. I'm. A, I'm a cynical person at times. If they win yesterday, does he get suspended? So, I actually is that a horrible thing? We were hearing rumblings about this on Saturday morning. We we did. Um. <laughs> Maybe I, maybe I'm being I don't know. too cynical with I Kirby don't Hope know the I don't know the AD enough. It just it does feel like they want him out. If you know, like there's other right. stuff behind the scenes that has gone on there. Right. He, I think, looks like this sweet old grandpa, you know, good old Christian chemistry teacher. And I don't know like the reputation he has around Lubbock. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't know. I yeah, don't know I the man. I I think he's a good basketball coach, um, but he's got a big old contract, and it's a lot easier to get out of a big old contract if you, if have, you have a reason, reason mm-hmm. a cause to do it. Again, what he said was completely inappropriate. Allegedly, allegedly. he he says he's quoting the Bible. And scripture, so he his lawyer will be, well, you're infringing on his religious and and all that stuff. So there's a there's a fight that's going to be had here. It just seems because again we heard about this Saturday morning and nothing came of it until they lost at home to Oklahoma State. I, and it's a business. If they wanted a reason to get out of it, it's like a fifteen million dollar guarantee. Maybe contract. they can get Chris Beard now. <laughs> well, that's the next question. Jeez. Would you take Beard back? I don't know, but I I would guess I bet I I would guess Mark Adams is not long for that job. I would. Agree. They have a couple of big boosters. That it, at the end of the world, at the end of the day, if they need to pay out, they probably can anyway. Yeah, but it'd be a it'd be a big buyout. Well, it's a definite change in 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 that because they they were the hot team in the league like a week and a half ago, and that's why. It's always dangerous. I know. By I know, contract extensions are are a good thing, but they signed him up through twenty twenty eight. C Dub at and he's buyout sixteen million dollars. Who else was going to go get Mark Adams? Yeah, just these. You know? ADs I mean, it's just, just it's out of control. And I, it's recruiting. I understand it, but it's the, the same conversation of why does Fran Fraschilla have a or not Fran McCaffrey. McCaffrey have a contract through twenty twenty eight? Well, you lost today to Fred Hoiberg. <laughs> Two Hoibergs got him today. Saw that. Little Sammy Hoiberg. Sammy Hoiberg. 
Sammy Hoiberg's big moment in Carver Hawkeye Arena. Never been a bigger Nebraska basketball fan than that moment. That was a good win for good for Fred's done a good job. I'm I'm glad. I thought he'd probably get fired midway through the year, and he's definitely saved his job. And I wonder what do most Cyclone fans think? Are you are you are you cheering for Fred in that matchup? I hope at this point you are. Or in that matchup, of course. Yeah, I think so too. I hope that Iowa State fans are over everything and are cheering for Fred, even if it's at Nebraska. Well, clearly it's worked out fine with TJ. Yes. More than fine. Yeah. No, I I, I would agree. Um, the women's bracket real quick. And again, we're going to do all the all the games and whatnot Monday at 7. The women get a interesting draw. I thought yeah. they were going to get West Virginia, and then West Virginia ended up beating Baylor on right. Saturday night. Shocker. I mean, what do we think about getting Baylor in the 3-6 game? Like on the surface, it seems like an awful draw. I mean, it's crazy that Baylor's a six. Yeah, like the, you're so used to them being. But ba- Baylor is the bas- their week was perfect. Baylor this week on the women's basketball side, they absolutely beat up Texas in Austin, one by ten, and Texas was by far and away, you know, the conference They're champion, the number one seed. And then they go home and they got beat by eleven by West Virginia, who's a very you know middle of the pack. They've been playing a lot better I, under their I mean, new coach. Really, would rather play West Virginia. I, I, I want to play West Virginia, not Baylor. I mean, Baylor still has the size. Iowa State went down there and won. It's just if from a talent perspective, I think Baylor is much more talented than West Virginia. Their motivation is weird though. Like they, that has seemed like a spacey team to me all year long. And I don't know if it's the coach situation. I mean, it's hard to replace a legend like Mulkey. And uh, Collier's done a good job there, but they just—I don't know. I, you know, if you're a six seed and you're Baylor in Kansas City with the the home court that's going to favor Iowa State, uh, I, I don't, I don't hate the matchup. I'd rather have West Virginia okay. probably, but I don't hate the matchup. All right, and and it's always fun to beat Baylor at the end of the day. Like from an interest perspective, do you want to? Would you rather go to the Iowa State Baylor or Iowa State West Virginia if you're in Kansas? No, City? we're gonna go, we're, we're gonna and go. We're gonna be there. Yeah, we're gonna go. Well, well, do you think uh, do you think Bill can get us right, right behind the bench? You know, My to God. taunt, to taunt just, uh, the the view of calling games beside Finley's bench. He <laughs> the game yesterday. So Bill put in all of the reserves. It's like Mary Kate King, like just it's all the freshmen. Like, did you see the Texas Tech coach? Yeah, she kept pressing. No, they had a they had a little feisty handshake. Did you see that? Yeah, no, I was watching the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she kept pressing with her starters in, and Bill was getting ticked. So Bill calls like two very angry timeouts, where it's like very demonstrative. And then somebody from Iowa State's bench starts yelling over, and I know who it is, but I'm not going to say his name. Quit pressing! So then the tech bench starts yelling back at Iowa State. During oh, I this missed time all out. that. Okay. Yeah, this I'm sure we were at a commercial break. Yeah. And then um, after the game, allegedly, I did not see it, but there was this big response by the Iowa State crowd. And allegedly, one of the Texas Tech players flipped off the Iowa oh, somebody is that right? somebody on Iowa State's bench or something like that. Well. It was a, uh, it was a spicy one. The tech coach Gerlich and and Bill had a long handshake. Oh yeah, I watched. And, and she and she did with Billy too. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and Bill was like, "Come on, go home. Yeah, let's move about. Go that. go grab your your catered lunch and fly home back to London." And Gerlich's daughter too is on the team, and boy, she reminds me of Connor McCaffrey. <laughs> Complains about every call. <laughs> 
Like it is, it was quite the deal. It was, it was Iowa State women's fans are the best. They were up by thirty, and it's getting after they were just it was a great crowd going crazy, wanting Gerlich's daughter to get teed up. <laughs> it's like you're winning by thirty, so and they're still just I can angry. share I can share this now. Iowa State beat them up down there in in Lubbock, like the first game of the yeah. conference season. Yeah, that was the same day that the men beat Baylor. Yes, it was. Yeah. And Gerlich got teed, the, co- the, the coach, Coach Gerlich, mm-hmm. during that game. And was really at, she was trying to get him, she was trying to pull a McCaffrey, to back to your comparison. Trying to, I think, get ejected just to, you know, prove fire, point, everybody, just up. fire everybody up. Okay. And apparently, the official walked over to the Iowa State bench and said, I know what she's trying to do. She's going to have to stay and watch this ass <laughs> <laughs> So, some officials do have a sense of humor. <laughs> what did you think of the Iowa people today? The, so, the guy who Fran did the stare down with is the one who... Who's doing the game today. He called the charge on Connor. I and I, Hassel and I were joking about this. I love Hassel's it. completely on my side with it. All the Iowa fans are like, whoa, that guy's just got a bad taste in his mouth about Fran after the stare down. And we're like, well, no shit. <laughs> That's why you don't do things. You humiliated him. He's been a meme all week of people laughing at this guy, and you think that you're going to get the benefit of doubt? No shit. Maybe Fran will take another job. I hope not. It's actually entertaining. I I agree. We're in sports for entertainment. I am entertained. Fran McCaffrey keeps me entertained. He does. I'm not paying his salary, so. No. Oh man! Fun Imagine time of working year. with him in the collective. Oh my goodness! Fun time of year. Oof! Seven o'clock Monday. We will have our conference tournament preview show, uh, and then the Iowa Everywhere interview with Ashley Jones will air at eight o'clock. So we we don't you don't need to watch TV anywhere else. You just flip on the YouTube on your smart TV, watch Cyclone Fanatic, yeah. and Iowa Everywhere. I can't wait to be, hey. It's, it's overlooked. We've got two NCAA tournament teams this year. Again, pretty cool. We're getting spoiled. We are. Love it. We're getting spoiled. Keep spoiling me, please. We'll see you guys in Kansas City. Cheers. From the lips to the hips, we're complicit in meeting with Taylor each time.